welcome to the Con Expo Con Egg Podcast. It has been a while since we have last spoken to you, but we are back and we are gearing up for more. If you have been a loyal listener of the podcast in the past, you might notice something new here. My name is Taylor White. I'm from Ken White Construction. I'm a third-gen business owner here in Ontario, Canada, and I want to thank Missy for her time as a host. But I'm excited to be the new official voice of the Con Expo Con Egg Podcast. I look after the marketing for my business here in Ontario. Uh, my grandfather started it in 1968, and I'm carrying on the torch that he lit a while back. So on the podcast, we're going to be coming to you one to two times per month and ex- with exclusive stories and insider secrets for some of the most accomplished people in the construction industry. Starting with today, we have my main man, the original uh, Instagram gangster, I call him, Scott Colcluth. He didn't tell me how to pronounce his last name correctly, so that's how I'll go with it. AKA Pushy Six. And we're going to talk about his life, his business, and his experiences with Con Expo and the upcoming 2023 show. Let's get into it. Scott, what's going on? Hey, man, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good, dude. I'm, I'm happy to have you on. Th- thanks for doing this. And, and I know I said the other day on Instagram, you've been on my list of people that I've wanted to talk to forever. And uh, I want to touch on your roles in the last Con Expo, as well as coming up uh, to the 2023 Con Expo, Con Ag Show. But I want to give people a brief summary kind of maybe about like, I want to talk about you and where you're from and what you've kind of created and what you're doing now, like what you're all about, because I know that, and it's super corny and I mean this honestly, but like whenever I first was on Instagram and not doing, I was just, you know, creeping. I wasn't, I wasn't on there doing anything with my business. And then I remember seeing pushy six and it was actually the first time that I saw you, you were at um, a different trade show. And it was incredible watching. I was like, man, this guy's created this, this following around this. And you inspired me. And I'm sure that you've inspired a lot of other people. So maybe kind of just talking about what do you do and, and how'd you start doing what you did to give people a bit of a background? Well, I guess what I do now is a little bit different than what I used to do. You know, it's evolved throughout the years, I guess, and uh, for the better. So I've just always been trying to find a way to help teach people about construction, inspire people um, like yourself. There's been lots of people, which was kind of my goal with all of this uh, purpose. I try to do everything with some type of purpose and uh, this too, right? So I started, I was an operator for many years and then I moved up to a foreman quite fast. Um, Just, I have a very broad spectrum of knowledge in construction i've worked multiple positions right so that i guess helps me become who i am today um just i have a lot of knowledge i guess in general which i try and pass down it shows yeah well i try right i'm not trying to be better than anybody i'm just i'm just trying to pass down knowledge no one in construction is doing a damn thing to help anybody really there's some people it's changing but for a long time it was really hard to learn about construction, get a job in construction. So I was like, hey, I have the skill set, use my background uh, to try and help people, right? So it was very hard for me to come up in construction. To be honest, I had to lie to get my first dozer job. But not everyone can do that. You need a certain level of um, passion to make that happen. Sink or swim, right? So yeah, it was tough. Um, But throughout the years, I kind of began as an operator, foreman. I began posting online. 2011 i think got a youtube channel and then it evolved uh, from there and then uh, i seen a 
I've seen things like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So I kind of backed off of YouTube and kind of went full onto Instagram with the hopes to funnel or direct people from Instagram to my YouTube channel, because that's where I could make money, right? But I kind of lost that and just kind of stuck with Instagram because I was like, wow, I, I can reach a lot of people and it's interactive. Um, so I found myself teaching people about construction and, you know, my posts in the past, especially like I'll put three, four hours into a post, right? Like it shows takes so much work. Yeah. So I'm trying to be different and, you know, I don't compete with people. I just do my own thing and I don't really care what else is going on. I just do me. And that's the way I've always been. Yeah. That, that, that honestly shows like through what I see of you and, and just you kind of like you don't give yourself almost uh, enough credit. Like you have this, this drive that is uh, pretty infectious, like just listening to you talk and you make it sound so nonchalant, but I mean, everything I do, I have purpose. Like when you say that, like a lot of people can't even recognize that uh, about themselves. And like for you that you understand that and you're doing it for a purpose, you're doing it for other people. And it's pretty incredible that you've been able to, to grow what, what you have online and not even care about, you know, what people think or, or going out and trying something new. So what are you doing different now? I know the answer, but I want you to explain that, you know, like, what are you doing? What's different from you now? Like you're in a studio now. Um, I saw <laughs> like you have editors, you have like, you're, you're doing staff now, you know, that, that's like the, the two feet in process that I wanted to talk to you about was like, what, what made you take this leap into like, all right, I'm in it now. I'm doing this now versus what you were doing before. Like, what's the difference there? Well, I have a grand vision and, you know, I have purpose. So I'm, I'm trying to do things with a larger purpose than myself. I'm doing things for the industry for the next generation. It sounds kind of cheesy, but that's like, that gives me so much drive to, to do what I do. So yeah, I, uh, I retired from my daytime job in 2018, I think. And I, I was a one man show doing YouTube, Instagram, all forms of media and uh i just can't keep up with everything so i recently took the joint jump risked everything took every penny i own i cut my lifestyle into a quarter got rid of all the fancy stuff and risked everything to start a business where i can really make more of an impact and help even more people even outside of construction but my main focus is construction, obviously. And that being said, yeah, I got an office. Um, I hired a bunch of people. I'm one guy and I can't do everything. So to be better, I hire people that has better skill sets than me, right? So now I can achieve anything. So yeah, I risked everything. Now I uh, run a company, mark marketing, uh, film production, sound design like graphic design websites everything right so yeah it's it's crazy seeing you you do that man i mean like i totally see it i mean like two feet in approach you know like you said like you put a lot on the line and and you're doing it and like that takes a lot of guts to do that man and uh so super impressed by you actually doing that and and like you said you're not only inspiring people or doing it for people that are in construction necessarily even though that is your main focus um but i see like some of the people that you're hiring as well too like necessarily they don't have a construction background but you're like you know hey like i'll teach you i'll show you and like if you it takes a big a big man to to stand there and go listen I know what I'm good at, but I can't do everything and I will hire people that are better at me doing those things than I am. 
Absolutely. So yeah, I'm I'm trying to hire younger people, like in their 20s. I'm now 41. So no way. <laughs> a little bit up there, right? Um, so yeah, like the younger people can connect with kind of the people that we're trying to inspire in in ways that I can't, right? So yeah, I uh, I try and hire everyone with uh, at least some type of uh, background in construction because that helps, right? The the thing I want to do is have have us market construction companies uh, in a way that other people can't because we have such a big background in construction itself. Who better to teach people about construction than people who live it or have lived it, right? It's a super, super niche skill set that you have. And I know this firsthand. I'm not doing it on the scale that you're doing it, but I just hired a, you know, videographer slash editor. And we were on site the other day and I was using my little little drone and I was getting a shot and he just like turns to me and like he's he's never shot construction before. And he and he's like, How did you know to like like position the drone there and like know to go over the right the right hand side of the truck i'm like well the stockpile was on the left and i know that he's gonna boom up when the truck's ready there and he honks so i knew that it was time to start the like you know how to operate on a construction site and you also know how to do the the multimedia side of it that is such a niche that i think people don't understand and i'm still comprehending it you know it, it's such an important Thing to have doing what you're doing so if you have those two things you'll be successful at it yeah well i will be at anything i put my mind to because if i do something that's what i do right i give it everything i got and this is not any different this is a great example of me doing exactly that it's so crazy like you said it you mean at, at 41 which is still relatively young but i mean at 41 you're like i'm putting everything on the line and i'm i'm going balls of the wall and i'm doing it mm -hmm, exactly I think that's awesome. That's that's pretty badass. I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to help the industry, help people. I I I love helping people. And when I help people, I don't expect anything in return. And that is so rare. I wish there was more people that would do that. But I don't know, man. I'm just being me, doing what I do, trying to make a difference. And that's kind of where I'm at. It's showing 100%. To switch gears a bit here, we're obviously, I want to talk more about you. But... If this is looped around talking about you as well, because of what you've created and who you are and what you start, like you started on Instagram and, you know, started doing this journey in 2011 at the 2020 Con Expo show, um, you were on a live tech talk with Ryan Priestley from Priestley Demolition, correct? I sure was. I want to ask, like, how did it feel being at, like, that's a, a big thing to be asked at the world's largest construction exposition. I mean, like to, to be able to, to go there and sit on a panel and talk to, to people about this, like, how did that, that feel? Um, it felt great. But the thing with me is I don't think about that stuff. I just, uh, I achieve one thing and my mind's already on the next couple. Right. But yeah, to stop and think about it. That's amazing. Ryan Priestley is such a huge guy, especially in your area. Oh, yeah. Um, and since then, he's turned into a good friend. Yeah, but uh, the Con Expo talk was was great. I was honored to be a part of it. I love Con Expo. Uh, I love what they do versus other trade shows. It is the greatest one, um, I feel. Worldwide, there's others, but I like Con Expo more because it's... It, it's more North American, right? So yeah, no, it hits it hits closer to home. I think that that's kind of what it is. You know, it hits closer to home. And like, you realize, I think what's so cool about a con expo is that you realize how 
much of a small world it is, you know, when you go down there and you see somebody from like one town over almost, but then you find people from across the globe and it's like, this is crazy, you know, and you know them, especially even being on social media. It's like, and you get to meet people that you see on social media as well, too. Like, I think that's the cool thing about it, too, is like actually putting like a real face, not like just like IRL, like in real life, you know, like seeing them. It's it's pretty surreal almost at these shows and just being able to sit up there and talk. And I'm sure like the people that got to sit there and, and listen to your live tech talk, it was it was pretty awesome, man. And you're you're humble, obviously. You're you're super humble. But I think that's a pretty big accomplishment to a, a good notch on the belt to talk about, I would say. Yeah. And I, I would like to mention uh, about Con Expo, you know, um, another reason why I liked him so much and I like doing this. That's why I said yes to doing this. Yeah. Con Expo is so ahead of their time, as in, I'll use the, the last show for an example, and even this podcast. They're doing things, they're involving people like me when other people don't even see the value, let's say, in kind of what I do or involving younger people or just trying to direct people into construction, right? They're so ahead of everybody. I didn't do a podcast myself. When everyone else was doing podcasts, I didn't do one because to me, the Con Expo podcast was the first OG podcast in construction. I have so much respect for them for that. And, you know, they, they had me on the podcast for me. That was huge for me. That was huge. Yeah, no, I, I was going back and I was looking and obviously listening to previous ones. And I was like, this is not going to be his first time on this, but I definitely, I want Scott on this again because, and you're the first dude. I mean, like, yeah, I think we picked the perfect guest for this. Um, as far as 2023 Con Expo show, I mean, I guess we kind of were talking about that as well, too. I know I'm excited for it. Um, what are you looking forward to at the 2023 show? And do you have any big plans for it? Or well, yeah, what are you looking forward to? I have plans, but I can't tell you everything. Um, but yeah, I am excited. I'm big on technology and I can't wait to see what else is coming. I know some things that are coming that I can't talk about. I recently made somewhat of a deal with Hexagon. So we're going to see them there. They're going to have some cool stuff. And I recently went to California with a company um, test driving a remote control bulldozer. <laughs> hey. A D10. So we're going to Just a D10. Just a casual D10. Just a D10. No big deal. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped to see kind of their tech at the show and, and others too, right? Every brand kind of uses that show to premiere their latest, greatest stuff. And I love construction and I love tech. That combined, it's like I'm in heaven. So... No, I totally agree. It's cool because it's like the the it's the best of the best, right? It's all the highlights. You get you get to see everything that is like this is how I explain it. It's like all the cool stuff that you see on people's Instagrams, but in person. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, it's something exciting. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to definitely seeing you there as well too. So, Con Expo, obviously, you know, we definitely want to reach out and talk about the podcast as well. But um, I like you as a person and talking to you as a person so what kind of of your own battles uh, this is what i find interesting and you know like when we were talking you're like hey nothing's off the limits which i respect because i'm the same way i'm an open book i got nothing to hide then i feel like that's the best way to to run your life but what are some of your own battles that you've had in the industry over the years and this is something that i wrote down to ask you because um, i think that you might have an interesting response or or maybe not but i feel like 
you've learned a lot being on it a, 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 enough times and now kind of transitioning to to something else same same but different we'll call it yeah like what can you share about that how real do you want me to get well i mean like i, I want to hear it dude i mean i, I want to know you know and like what battles have you, you know, had to overcome and that maybe other people doing this um, have done? Like what personal stories, you know, that can you share of what you've learned over the years? Alrighty. Yeah. So I, I came up in he heavy construction in a much different time than it is now. Um, it was plagued with drugs and alcohol and yeah, wearing shorts to work with no shirt and just it was Were you in Alberta. I was in Alberta, yeah. Yeah, Alberta, yeah. And and for people listening, sorry not to cut you off, but that almost was a different level than where I'm from, Ontario. You guys out there, it was way more savage. Even now, the difference is, is there too. But I, I know what you're saying. I just want people to understand that, that it is super, super heavy blue collar and like rough, tough, you know, what you're talking about. Yeah, for sure. We're kind of like the Texas, like Canada, right? Yeah. So uh, out here, it's still kind of pretty cowboy. It's getting better, but totally, you know, so there's a challenge trying to maybe keep your stuff together and not get caught up in that. But, you know, I've dealt with some addictions and stuff like that meant like years ago now, but that's something that was huge in the industry. And you would see it at work, people doing stuff at work, like you can escape it, right? You just had to do your best to kind of get away from it. Now it's changing a lot. It's a lot safer, but, um, and you know, I, I had to work out of town. I have kids. So, you know, that, that causes issues with a marriage and stuff. So I got divorced and I went through hell with that and had to keep working as upset as I was. And I had to go to work every day and I couldn't stop. Right. So I have kids that depend on me and stuff like that so divorce there's a bunch of unfair things that happened on the job site like the thing that really gets me is a foreman will choose their buddy for a position over someone who deserves it so that's something that many of us have had to deal with no matter what region that happens everywhere and things like not getting training they expect you to have experience, but you can't get the job unless you have experience, but they won't give you experience, like this whole thing. So like, how does one get in construction? Yeah, no, totally. That's getting a little bit better. Guys are now investing in new hires and people, they have no choice. There's no one to work. So they've been forced into it, but there's stuff like that too. I don't know. I could keep going on. I could ramble on about a bunch of challenges, but. No, man. I'm, yeah, I didn't know about that stuff. But it sounds like you're just a strong guy, you know, like you're you're I think you're mentally strong as well, too. And I mean, like we all deal with our own battles, obviously, um, in our own heads like, hey, me too. But um, you definitely sound like you've you've kind of been through it. And it's pretty impressive, like, you know, staying on the right path, especially in blue collar work. Like I was out in Alberta for a bit um, when I was 18 and 19. And I totally know what you mean by sticking in the right crowd. It's easy to go left or right. You want to hang out with the guys that are doing this after work, or are you going to be a loner and do nothing yourself? And I chose, you know, kind of doing nothing by myself because I remember when I was going out there, my parents were like, Hey, like you could either do this or you can do that. Like, remember why you're going out there. And I went out there to, to make money and, and to work. But 
a lot of people have a hard time, you know, pushing away with that. So yeah. And, and some people you get caught up in your own battles as well, too. That's life. Right. But I feel like it's interesting, everything that's kind of led you to where you are now. Right. And it's both impressive and inspiring to hear that. So going forward, what is Scott? What is Pushy Six? What are you doing five years from now? Like, where are you five years from now in your vision? Like, like what's your mission? It evolves all the time. I have different ideas. Like I, I, I have an end goal, but that goal is always going to change. So I'm never really ever going to reach my end goal because it evolves all the time. What happens is I have ideas. I work towards it. If it fails, I pick the next one. And it's just this constant uh, moving ahead, trying to succeed at things and build different types of things. Like, yes, um, right now I actually have more than one company that I'm doing. So I have something on the side, which I'll premiere one day, um, which will be, in my opinion, game changing, especially when trying to hire new people for construction, doing some stuff that's never been done. But yeah, it it evolves, right? I, I'm on the path of trying to help people. So I want to help people on a very large scale in construction, outside of construction, from employment, mental health, training from machines. I just have a plethora of things that it's kind of hard to explain all at once. Uh, it won't really make sense to you. I see it, but you have the same brain as me. I know what where you're going with that, but I have the same thing. My my brain's running faster than my words coming out, and I got so much going on some of the times. And then I literally halfway through a conversation will be like, "Wait, what?" You know, and, and <laughs> you're you're this. Yeah, that's why you're successful. And I'm like, I, I, yeah, that that's huge. Like, I I know exactly. It's you're not doing that because you're spacing out. You're doing that because you just got so much in your head coming out, and it's not going quick enough to hear. Yeah, man. I mean. When you say you want to help it, like, what's the driving factor behind? Because you mentioned about helping people a lot. Like, what's the driving factor behind? Like, you actually want, like, why do you care? Why, why do you care to help people? I think that's really important. Because no one else does. Yeah. Someone has to. I don't know why I'm like this. I grew up this way. I, I don't know. Um, I just have this extreme drive to, to help people and work for a bigger purpose than myself. Yeah, no, it's super impressive. I mean, you're just you touch on it a lot. And it's it's a quality that I mean, a lot of people are just kind of looking out for themselves, you know, and it's pretty impressive that like, although you do have to look after yourself, you care heavily about helping other people in the industry and people not even in the industry as well, too. And I feel like by sharing your story, it, it actually kind of really helps people in that sort of ways too, like hearing where you're from and what you've you've been brought up with and and maybe some of the battles that you've dealt with, that those are all really interesting as well. So like you kind of mentioned where you see yourself, you know, going in five years and you have lots of plans and ambition, which no matter what you do, you'll be successful at. I know that for sure. If you need to meet them, they're here at the Con Expo, Con Egg. You'll meet industry leaders and friends. You'll build new relationships in the community. You'll find the equipment, services, and the people within your construction field. Registration is now open. So save 20% off show admission with the promo code PODCAST20. Again, promo code is PODCAST20. I'll be going. Scott, you guys heard, is for sure going. And tons of people will be going. It's just going to be an awesome time. So check out conexpoconag.com for more info.
as far as social media as a whole, because I feel like no matter what you do, social media is still going to have a strong point, whether it's issuing a new product, you're going to have to pr you promote that on social media, whether it's building your brand, it's social media. Where do you see Instagram and social media in the construction space heading? Like, like, what do you see as far as trends? Like, I remember, sorry, I'm the king of asking a question and answering it myself, but I want to hear your take. But I remember when I first went on Instagram, you know, and I was doing edits to like, you know, some Skrillex dubstep stuff. And there wasn't too many people doing that. But now I'm sure you see you go on Instagram reels. I mean, you were doing it as well, too. And and I remember a guy, a dirt gang, he's down in, in, in North Carolina or South Carolina. He was making bulldozer videos with these crazy mixes. And like there was a handful of guys doing it, guys and girls doing it, but it wasn't like everybody. And now I feel like so many people do that, you know, and, and it's finding that next style of content that I find is like riveting for me. Like, okay, like what's really hitting what's new, what's cutting edge. So what do you, where do you see Instagram and social media heading in the construction space or like what excites you about content on construction on social media? Okay. Well, I'll start with kind of how it's changed. So Yes, we used to make sick edits uh, with like tons of production time going into it. Um, now they've changed everything to compete with TikTok. So it's all now uh, the short base stuff. Short bursts. Even one clip with no cuts, no anything that has taken over the, everything. And it, it pisses me off because I got these big fancy cameras. I agree. And it's geared towards using your cell phone with single cuts. Like I hear you. You know what bugs me about it is I'll spend like honestly sometimes you know four or five hours on a 15 to 20 second clip and then uploading it to to tiktok and it's like i don't know maybe three four thousand views and then you upload something that is replying to a question or or just a, a one take on the job site with my iPhone and it's like 30 40 thousand views and i'm getting a bunch of followers from it and, and engagement and i'm like Man, what what the heck? Why couldn't you guys like the one that I spent five hours on? It's weird. It's interesting knowing what people are clicking on now. Yeah, well, like I I think the guys who run those platforms they're experimenting, right? This has never been done before, so they're trying to see what works, what doesn't. I think they'll kind of scale this back a little bit and kind of go back to what we we were all doing before and just have like a balance between the longer stuff and the shorter stuff. I hope so because it, it's really hard to teach people or connect with people like with a short little clip it's hard to tell a story i find yeah that does nothing so to me good content is more than just a good picture or a good reel or even a good video have some substance to it have a purpose for your post not just trying to attract followers like say something anything your opinion teach people i don't care what it is put value into it that's super important. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, I, I think the exact same. And I get caught up in that, too. Right. We, I mean, I think we we can. I mean, definitely me. I don't want to speak for you, but I definitely sometimes you're like, you know, you're doing something and you just like throw it up. And like now Instagram's new update. I freaking hate it so far because it's just it's like TikTok now. I don't know if you've you've updated Instagram lately, but like I like it was just like two days ago for me. It just swapped and it's all like the background's black and like you can't see multiples at the same time. It's literally just like a TikTok, and you're scrolling. And I'm like, this is driving away captions. Like, that's what I'm noticing is, the, or sorry, descriptions. Like, 
people aren't going to click more to see descriptions now because the whole thing, they just want it to be video or picture top to bottom. And I'm like, so how am I supposed to talk about this photo or the story behind a photo when people aren't going to do that anymore because they just want to keep scrolling like or follow. Okay, great. Scroll to the next, scroll to the next. So like you said, like hopefully the longer form stuff does come out so we can actually tell a story that's behind it. Right. Yeah. And if not, you know, a person, which I will do, I will evolve with it and try to crack the code of what works. That's I've always trying to do that type of stuff. You may have to become the content, become the short reel yourself. Right. And through 15 seconds, you can spit out your description, what you've would have explained right and do it through a video i don't know where this is going like it's interesting though yeah it is it's it's hard to say but uh i don't know where it's going it it's definitely shocks me and i try to put a pin on it every time and and think that i have something figured out but i don't but there's definitely i think a lot more people doing um instagram and uh and social media further construction companies now that when than there was before and i feel like it's because of guys like you that actually you know kind of went out and started doing this like you inspired me to do what i'm doing you know what i mean so like I think that that's a good thing, but I also feel like there's so many people doing it now that it's an influx. And over time, I feel like you get a, some form of overlap or copying of it's kind of like, and this guy's content is just like this guy's content or like, I've already seen this before, you know, because like everyone's doing that. So it's it's really important to to try to stay different. So like like you said, like you, you're trying to figure out what it sounds like you're that you spend a lot of time trying to understand that. But like how do you go about trying to to put a pinpoint on like being genuine and like having different style content than anybody else? Staying authentic to me is my single biggest thing that I try to do. Um, I don't watch what other people do. I do not care. Like I said, I do not compete. I see what other people do. I want to do the opposite of what other people are doing. I want to do what I want to do. And yeah, so the way I do that is I'm very cautious of how much time I spend on it and what I'm watching. Uh, I don't want that to affect maybe the content that I create or my future content. Right. So, but I'm watching, I see what everybody does and it's a lot of the same stuff. And to me, that's not impressive. That does not impress me. You're not doing anything. You're not original. You're not authentic. I won't name any names, but there's a lot of it. I hear you, man. And and I think what's interesting about your content is like you you definitely can tell that you're like, hey, man, this is me. Take it or leave it. You know, love me or hate me. This is who I am. And I feel like that's what inspires people is like seeing that. And you're in like even in, in your posts and like some some of your write ups, like even my dad, like he'll send me some of your stuff sometimes He'll be like, <laughs> pushy stuff. Did you see what he said in his bit? Like, that is awesome. He's, he doesn't he doesn't care. And I, and I love that. And, and And that's what we both shared, like love about your content is just like it shows that like you don't want to just conform and and do what everyone else is doing and it's about being authentic and and being yourself right mm -hmm. yeah for sure uh, i must say i've been watching your stuff and i don't know who films your stuff he's killing it you're putting out lots of good stuff yeah i appreciate that yeah i just got a, a new guy doing it he started uh two weeks ago and uh yeah, it was the same thing as you, man. It was, uh, listen, I don't have the time to do it anymore. And it's it's important, I feel like, uh, when you're running a business to understand what you're good at, what you're not good at. And like, 
yes, I enjoyed editing and I still do edit and I enjoyed filmmaking and I still do, you know, my, my, my little edits and stuff, but it's important to know that I needed to take a step back and do something else with the business, which is what you're doing. And I'm excited to, to kind of see your journey in that as well too, and kind of like grow from there and, and see where you take it next as far as, you know, content and, and staying up with the trends and whatnot. So what platforms are you kind of diving into right now? Are you going to TikTok or Instagram or YouTube or anything like that? Uh, so right now I'm trying to focus on the main two, which is TikTok and Instagram. You need to evolve with the times. And if it's geared towards short reels and stuff, that's what I need to do. Yeah, I totally hear you there. Because a lot of people are going towards the short reels and kind of staying along that path of the shorter form content. And uh, I guess we'll see a lot of that too at the the Con Expo podcast and, and or the Con Expo show. And, and as we lead up to Con Expo, um, the content that people are producing around it. But if there was like one or two booths that you had to talk about being super excited about seeing at the show, are you allowed to single out one or two? Can you say that? Or or is that something that's like, maybe you have your own little project that you're more excited about? I don't know. Like, I love the cat booth. They knock it out of the park every single time. Well, your t-shirt's cat too, so. Yeah, and my tattoos. You're a big cat guy, right? Like, obviously. Yeah, no, I am. Uh, you know, they make good stuff. Or totally. I'm, I'm, hey, stuff I'm a make. cat guy too. I mean, yeah, we still have a bunch of, you know, we have a Komatsu and a John Deere as well too, but... Cat puts out some some really good stuff, man. I always say a cat is the Cadillac, you know? I also like John Deere. I also like Komatsu. I also like Doosan. There's some stuff from Sani coming out. Um, the thing is, every brand specializes in something that they make the best of or top of the line, right? It just so happens Cat makes the best grader, the best dozer, the best well, only scraper. So like they're winning in a bunch of different ways that way. But dude, there's every brand out there right now I'm excited for every single one. Yeah, same. It's really cool to see what the the, the companies are coming out with now as far as like, you know, catering to the operator as well, too. And I'm sure we'll see some pretty cool products unveiled at the, the Con Expo show as well. But I'm, I'm excited to see what else they can do from here. You know, like John Deere's got their thing. Cat uh, uh, has, you know, their next gen cabs. You know, each one, like you said, kind of has their own thing. But I'm excited to see, like, where do we keep going from here? You know, like, that's what gets me excited. Like you said, the tech really excites you. Um, and like, that's the same as me. Like, where do we go from here? Like the the cat grade system in our, in our 325 and the 315 is like the guys can keep grade with pulling back one joystick right now. Now I have different opinions on whether that's amazing or not, but it is incredible what they're doing now. And I think that that's exciting is to see like, where do we go from here? Right? Like, where do you see it going from here? I see it going to a lot of autonomous type stuff and semi autonomous. Like for example, that D10 that uh, I tried out, I think I'm excited for a bunch of that, of that type stuff because there's actually a lot of applications for it. Yes, I'm all about operating and skills and stuff like that, but there's cool applications where this stuff can can be used, right? Is it used on larger? I mean, because like, see, our company will work on job sites that are, you know, large commercial projects. And we'll also work in like right now we have we have both ends of it. We have a commercial and a residential and our residential crew is in someone's backyard, you know, like 
are they using these remote controlled or, or AI, you know, uh, machinery in the in the backyard of, of someone's house? Or is, like, is there a special use case for it? Yeah, so there is a, a special use mostly right now in mining applications where the job is super simple, slot dozing, uh, trucks hauling and dumping on the same path all day, every day. And to me, I don't like those jobs anyway. Like you don't need skill to actually do that as an operator. So I've been saying for a long time, like, I don't even care about those jobs uh, for people. Yeah, it feeds people and stuff like that. But there's also like a bunch of remote locations where like it takes four hours to drive there a day. You could run that dozer from from your house and employ younger people. But yeah, there's uh, there's a bunch of stuff. I don't know exactly the direction that it's going to go. But what I do know is we're now using a lot of construction tech lidar and stuff like that to uh actually create reality within the metaverse which this topic i know seems funny but i don't think there's any stopping it our our world is going towards that rapidly so yeah i can't wait to see kind of where that goes or maybe i'm not excited i haven't decided yet but no, <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. It is strange. I mean, there's so much talk. I mean, like you can buy land on the metaverse now and, and do this and do that. And like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't think like Cat or John Deere or Deuce and everybody's came, came out with like an NFT or something yet. Have they yet? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> no, no. no, not yet by by any means. But I mean, it's interesting seeing something because I feel like construction was somewhat far behind. It, it's not, I guess. It wouldn't be fair to say. I feel like in the last five years, they've really had a push towards like technology. And like, obviously, they're always trying to adapt like technology with it. But now it's like, you know, like the automotive industry, you know, they got electric vehicles and stuff first. But I guess we have to get the actual technology to have batteries that are capable of like running a, an excavator all day in extreme temperatures as well, too. But that's something that I'm really excited for, too, because as a business owner, my like our fuel bill and everything right now is just disgusting um, to pay for. Fuel is incredible, incredible uh, expense right now. And I'm looking forward to a lot of the uh the battery powered stuff, which I think we're going to see in some of the smaller stuff. But what are you kind of seeing as far as like that sort of like, where do you see that? Like, do you agree with that? Do you think it'll work? I do agree with it. I think we're a ways away. Like you said, they need to develop tech to make it last longer. Those things get hot, man. It gets hot and it's dangerous, you know, when it gets hot and it can fail. However, it's good for a bunch of things, you know, as long as you don't have to wait five hours to charge for the day, like at break time or something like most things last eight to 10 hours, depending on how hard you run them, which is great for like a farmer that has cows in inside a barn. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, right now, it's not realistic. I don't think on a construction site, but we're getting there. I am excited. I love electric because it has way more torque and power and it's quiet and stuff like that. But for me, it will never replace the excitement of a loud diesel engine in any machine right just that raw exhaust that comes out like that is what makes you an operator or the whole experience as an operator so amazing yeah i totally agree i mean growing up like we had this old 1961 cat 
966 B loader. And uh, I remember my most exciting part was like dad trying to, you know, it's like it was like plus 40 out in the middle of summer and we still had to preheat the thing for like 30 seconds just to fire up and just the plume of, of you know, black smoke that would come out and the sound of it firing up on it. And it would like sit in an idle like bah, 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 bah. and like that's the sort of stuff that I love, like our, our dozer at work when you throttle it up, the sound of it. So like. I agree. And I feel like that's like even like an electric pickup and stuff like that. You kind of would lose that. Like that's the sense of like, you know, that's construction and, and we're, we're doing something. We're working, you know? Yeah, that's, you know, we're a bit rough and tough blue collar, right? So, you know, going from that to electric with no noise, I don't know. It kind of kills the whole vibe for the thing. Yeah, it's like I saw the Ford Lightning truck. It has a it has a, a button that you can press. So it's like progressive sound. So it's like whenever you leave, you know, a stoplight or something, it'll make the sounds in your stereo of like what the motor would sound like. <laughs> I was like, that's I wonder if they would do that with machinery. Yeah, well, well, I'm sure they would. That's so cheesy. But whatever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally man but yeah hey that's the sort of stuff that i'm looking forward to to see at future con expos especially the one uh this year at the 2023 show um i'm excited to see you there as well i'm sure we're gonna have to share uh some some conversations back and forth over maybe a beer or two or three yeah for sure i'm i'm down for that any day of the week awesome sweet man the one last thing i like i want to because you're our first so you're the first one to answer this I'm going to ask everybody kind of the same question, and it is my first one, so maybe I'm kind of re-asking a question I've already asked, but just a longer date. But in a simple answer, I guess, might be hard for someone like you and me with our minds, but where do you see yourself 10 years from now? 10 years from now, I'll be trying to do what I'm doing right now. It's never going to stop. I'm on a life mission. This will only stop the day I die, and it won't even then because I'm... My kids will hopefully keep me alive some way, somehow, whether it's construction or not, but use kind of what I've built to do something positive. But in, in 10 years, just keep doing what I'm doing, trying to make the world a better place, trying to help people, trying to educate and be positive and, and spread that around. Well, I think you're doing a completely fantastic job at that. And I think that you will have a legacy um, that will carry on. I think the name Pushy Six is something that will be and currently is on its way there. If not already, it is in my house, at least a, a household construction name. And I genuinely mean that, man. It's not because you're on the podcast and I'm trying to sweet talk you. Um, I wouldn't talk to somebody like this if I didn't mean it. And uh, <laughs> seriously, dude, you were one of the first the first actually that i saw doing this online and you know i want to thank you for coming on today but i also want to thank you myself for doing what you're doing and i'm pumped to actually sit down and and, and have a chat with you even though it's a it's a short-lived conversation and i feel like i could talk to you for hours but honestly dude thank you so much and uh, i'm looking forward to seeing you at the this year's con expo yes thanks very much for having me i'm honored that you thought of me as your first guest it's awesome yeah oh, thanks man and uh, all right, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Take care. If you need to meet them, they're here at the Con Expo Con Ag. You'll meet industry leaders and friends. You'll build new relationships in the community. You'll find the equipment, services, 
and the people within your construction field. Registration is now open, so save 20% off show admission with the promo code PODCAST20. Again, promo code is PODCAST20. I'll be going. Scott, you guys heard, is for sure going, and tons of people will be going. It's just going to be an awesome time. So check out conexpoconag.com for more info.